Hello, love, and welcome to Become Your Own Savior, the podcast for spiritually minded women who want to learn how to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns that keep repeating in their lives so they can become truly free and reclaim their power to create a life they truly love. I'm your host, master hypnotherapist and quantum healer, Genevieve Joy. In this episode, we're going to look at what it means to practice real self-care. What does it look like to take good care of yourself in those moments when you're not okay? Are you doing things now in the name of self-care that are actually making things a lot worse for you? What is self-care meant to be? How can you practice it in the ways that really matter? When you understand this concept, you're going to be able to take control of your life in a very powerful way because you're going to be able to stop being afraid of the kinds of people and the situations that felt hurtful to you because you will know how to become someone who can never be hurt in that way again. Let's dive in. When you experience a triggering situation, it's a lot like you just touched a hot stove. You're going to feel pain in that moment. And the choice that you make next is how you practice self-care. Most women are going to make one of four kinds of choices. They might try and blame the stove for being hot inside their personal space and then try and convince it to be something else, <laughs> which is not, is not only a waste of energy, right? But it puts the woman in the position of the victim because it's an abdication of her authority. Or she might blame herself for being unconsciously drawn toward the stove and then hurt herself even more deeply with self-flagellation. I used to do this all the time, by the way. Or she might try and work out why the stove feels the need to be hot, thinking somehow having that information might you know, be able to help her stop feeling pain again. When the truth is, all it does is give you knowledge about the inner workings of something that you are not. But the most common response is to put a Band-Aid over the wound and then go about your business as if nothing happened and then feel frustrated that it's still causing you pain and be confused when you continue to be burned in the same way over and over again, making that wound much larger and more painful each time. So an emotional Band-Aid is anything that numbs you to your current circumstances and emotional responses. Not only are they not really helpful, they actually serve to make the problem much more intense. And on some level, we all know that. But the reason we try and use them anyway when we're feeling emotionally overwhelmed is because we want to return to that state of blissful ignorance before you had any awareness of this problematic pattern at all. But you won't be able to do that because you are not 100% ignorant of it now. You've seen the lion that's chasing you. You touched the hot stove. So you can't just close your eyes and pretend it's not there anymore. That's why the emotional band-aids that you've been using cannot help you access the blissful state that you desire. I had a very literal experience of this back in high school. I have, a, I have actually have a lot of nerve damage on the whole left side of my upper body as a result of all my cancer surgeries. So I don't feel you know pressure or temperature there the way that I should, but it never caused a big problem for me until I went on a graduation trip to Hawaii. I was chatting it up with my girlfriends in the bathroom while I was curling my hair with a super hot curling iron on account it was 1996. And that's how we all did our hair. And you know, because I was not really paying attention, I didn't realize that the tip of the curling iron was resting right on the skin of my neck. And it wasn't until I smelled burning flesh that I realized that I was seriously hurting myself. But then 
you know, I'm on vacation. I didn't want to make a big deal about it on the trip. So I just, I literally stuck a Band-Aid on it and then tried to forget about it. And I went swimming in the ocean a bunch of times because that's what everybody was doing and it sounded fun. And I got all sweaty hiking and playing beach volleyball. And within 24 hours, that little burn became a nasty infected mess. My story is a perfect metaphor for why most people tend to gravitate towards using emotional Band-Aids, even though on some level, you know, they're not really going to fix the underlying problem. And that reason is that we've become convinced that our emotional pain is itself the problem. And because of that, it's easy to justify doing just about anything that can help you feel a little better for a little while. Because if the pain's the problem, then the solution is to do anything that could cause you to feel less pain, right? And then, you know, in this way of thinking, if you feel less pain, then whatever you're doing must be beneficial and you should keep doing it. But what you don't realize is that just like with physical pain, your emotional pain cannot be the problem by itself because it's a messenger that's trying to bring your attention to the real problem, to the wound, so that you can heal it. And then the pain it causes will naturally go away. So by practicing this Band-Aid style of self-care, where the goal is just to not feel pain anymore, not only are you prolonging a bad situation, you're actually making it much, much worse. Because the emotional wound is going to fester, because it's not being properly treated. And then, you know, the emotional pain signals that that wound produces are going to become more and more intense to try and bring your attention to the fact that something within you requires immediate healing. So one of the reasons why we tend to gravitate towards emotional band-aids during our painful moments is because we've been collectively misinformed about the purpose of our emotions. Hey love, if you're ready to heal the unconscious source of the problematic patterns in your life so you can finally become free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love, then head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com. It doesn't matter if your problematic pattern is in the area of love and relationships, health and wellness, or money and career, and it doesn't matter how you acquired this problem or how long it's been going on. Since all problems have an unconscious source, that means they're all fixable with a combination of a powerful unconscious healing tool and a step-by-step plan to permanently move you from where you are now to where you want to be. So whether there's one big problematic pattern that's been causing you to suffer for a long time, or if you're chronically feeling unsatisfied with your everyday reality and you know you're not being who you're meant to be, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com now and get everything that you need to become truly free and reclaim your power to create a life you truly love. Okay, back to the show. And another reason is because we've been misinformed about the purpose of life itself. Why are you here on this earth in this lifetime? And before you start trying to talk to me about motherhood or career or being somebody who helps people, I'm going to tell you that's not it. It can't be. Because before you were alive in this lifetime, your soul was someplace else. And that place, I believe was the spiritual plane of existence. The place where the essence of everything is before it becomes anything specific. So before you incarnated into a physical body, you were in a place where all your resources were met. Sounds like the womb, doesn't it? Right? You had no pain and no problems. So why in the world would you leave that peaceful place and go to its opposite, the physical realm, where you are guaranteed to experience a lot of pain throughout your lifetime. 
I believe that reason is because your soul has karmic baggage attached to it that's keeping you from existing in your highest, most authentic expression. And the only way you're going to be able to heal that baggage is to first become aware of it. And you can't do that up in the spiritual plane because everything there is very nebulous, meaning you'll only have the vaguest sense that a problem might exist, but you will not be able to identify it with any kind of clarity. The most efficient way for you to become aware of the problematic patterns that are attached to your soul is to remove the peace that's clouding your ability to experience those pain signals that point you directly at the problem. And that's why the physical plane is the place where pain happens. Because it's the place where we experience the greatest degree of separation from spiritual peace. So when you resort to using any kind of emotional band-aid, whether it's a physical one like sex, drugs, or food, or whether it's a behavior like, you know, shopping or compulsive exercise, what you're unconsciously doing is trying to find a sense of peace by returning to the spiritual plane. But it's never going to work because your problematic patterns are completely unchanged. So your highest purpose in this lifetime and any other lifetime you may exist in is to spiritually evolve by becoming aware of your problematic patterns and then healing them at the highest level so they can produce the deepest results. The degree to which you do not do that work is the degree to which you will feel like you are dying on a soul level. And when you make spiritual evolution the number one priority in your life, all those other priorities just take care of themselves. They happen very naturally. There will be no more question marks about what your purpose is and how can you be truly happy. You will feel compelled to help other people and make the world a better place in the exact right ways that are unique only to you. And the end result is that not only will you heal those problematic patterns so they stop causing you pain, you will become truly free and you'll feel deeply fulfilled and vibrantly alive because you're going to be the most authentic version of yourself. This was one of the big topics that we discussed in episode three of the season. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend that you do so because nothing's really going to change for you until you really get this concept of awareness. Now, there's one more big reason why we tend to gravitate towards emotional band-aids, and that is sometimes life is fucking hard and we feel overwhelmed and incapable of handling any more hard stuff. And that's valid. Living this life as a spiritual being inside a physical reality is not easy work. And there will probably be moments in your life where your soul is ready to do the very brave work of healing and becoming someone new, but your physical body, your neurological system is just maxed out. And you feel like you need a break from the stress of change. So you can fill up your emotional tank and prepare yourself for doing that brave work because it is going to happen. And, you know, sometimes taking a rest is just the right thing. And that's why you might be thinking, okay, well, like this is the moment then when an emotional band-aid might be appropriate because what I want in a time like this is to feel a little better for a little while. I think there's a much better way. Since your unconscious mind is the aspect of you that's in charge of running your unconscious programming, it needs to be reassured that it's safe for you to feel safe and comfortable. Remember, it's in charge of maintaining your problematic patterns, your emotional responses, uh, and your body. And the one thing that it wants most is safety. 
So before it's going to let you get the physical and emotional rest that you need, it needs to be reassured that it's safe for you to do so. Meaning it needs to have confidence that you're aware of the metaphorical lion chasing you and that you have a plan for dealing with it. And once it's been safely reassured that you are fully aware of the problem and you have a plan for dealing with it, then it's going to let you relax and, and work with your conscious mind to help you get the rest that you need to successfully handle that situation. And the way that I recommend you go about doing this is by making a sacred contract with your unconscious mind. And to do that, you're going to have a conscious conversation with your unconscious. And in it, you're going to answer three questions. What's the problem? How am I going to fix it? When am I going to do that? So first, you're going to name the pattern. What's the big picture view of the problem that's causing you to feel overwhelmed? Let it know you see the lion that it's worried about. So it doesn't have to keep trying to bring your attention to it to keep you safe from it. Then you're going to make a specific plan for handling that problematic pattern. And there's a basic formula for handling all problematic patterns. Step one is to heal the unconscious programming that created the problematic pattern in the first place. You can't just consciously choose to stop this pattern because you didn't consciously choose to start it in the first place. It happened unconsciously. And in order for you to stop it, you need to heal it from its unconscious source. That is exactly what the quantum healing process does. Step two is to release your blocks to becoming the kind of woman for whom this kind of problem could never happen again. We use the quantum healing process for that too. And in fact, uncovering those blocks is built into the self-discovery part of the quantum healing process. So you only have to use the self-healing part of the quantum healing process once. We'll talk about that more later. Step three is to bravely take action to move yourself away from your old way of being that created the problematic pattern and toward the new, more authentic version of you for whom this problem could never happen again. And once you've healed the unconscious source of that problematic pattern, you've created a plan for bravely moving forward without it, then you're going to need to complete your sacred contract with your unconscious mind by letting it know the time when you're going to follow through with that plan. When you give your unconscious mind the answers to all three of these questions, what's the problem? How are you going to handle it? When are you going to do it? It should feel safe enough to let you rest. Now, there are two important things that need to happen next. The first is to make sure that you're getting the right kind of rest. The kind that has the power to refill your emotional tank. You need nurturing, not numbing numbing yourself by doing things that just dampen your emotional response that help you check out. That stuff is not going to help you refill your energetic tank. Look, the reason you found yourself in that place is because you had a big emotional response that's draining you. So what you need now is to have an equally powerful emotional response with the opposite energetic charge. And to do that, you need to know what kinds of things you do for yourself that help you feel emotionally nurtured. And it actually can be really helpful to make a list of those things that you can return to in moments like these. So you know exactly what to do to help yourself fill up your energetic reserves when it's necessary. And then as soon as your emotional tank is full, and I mean, as soon as that thing is full, you're going to put that energy into motion by following through with your plan. You are not going to wait for a time when you don't feel afraid because there may always be a certain level of fear involved with dealing with metaphorical lions. Those things just tend to be a little scary. And, and instead, you're going to remember that the fact that this is happening for you now is proof that you have what it takes to handle it. 
And you know that's true because your higher conscious mind and your unconscious mind would never present this opportunity for you if you didn't weren't capable of handling it because it prioritizes your safety above all else. And the only way for you to have true safety now is to get rid of that lion so you can move forward in life by being drawn toward the pleasure of receiving your greatest desires instead of being, you know, prodded forward by the pain of your fears. Now, if you make a sacred contract with your unconscious mind, you must follow through with it. Because if you don't, you are creating a huge internal conflict between your conscious and unconscious mind, between what you consciously desire and what you unconsciously believe is true. And that conflict can prevent you from getting anything you want, not just this specific thing. But when you become the kind of woman who follows through with every sacred contract that she makes, your word becomes the law of your universe. You get to have full authority over your inner and your outer reality. And you get this ability to instantly manifest your conscious desires because you've completely convinced your conscious and unconscious minds that when you say you want something, you are going to do the work of getting it. And that means it's only a matter of time before it's yours. And that's when your higher conscious mind will want to collapse that timeline that's separating the current version of you with the version of you who already has what you want most. And you're going to be able to instantly manifest your desires. And the key to making that happen is to make your spiritual evolution your number one priority and be committed to doing the work of healing every problematic pattern that you encounter so you can be truly free. Free from the problematic patterns that are causing you to suffer and free to live as your most authentic self. So in this episode, I showed you why you've got to stop relying on emotional band-aids during moments of emotional overwhelm because they only serve to make the underlying problem worse. And I showed you how to make a sacred contract with your unconscious mind so you can get the right kind of rest and nurture yourself while you're resting so you can fill up your energetic tank and have access to all the internal resources that you need to successfully handle the problematic pattern that's causing your overwhelm so you can put it behind you for good. And in the next episode, I'm going to introduce you to the grim reaper that's living inside you. Not only is this thing robbing you of your joy and your peace. It's robbing you of your life force. And if you continue to let it live, it's going to keep taking from you until there is nothing left for it to take. And I know this might sound scary now, but you cannot really live until you have met this thing head on. And in the next episode, I'm going to help you cut it down to size so you can begin to reclaim your power over this demon that has been hurting you so deeply for so long. Ask me how I know. When you're ready, I'll meet you there. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to becomeyourownsavior.com and get started on your way to healing the unconscious source of your problematic patterns so you can finally become free and create a life you truly love. And if you'd like to join this movement of women who are reclaiming their spiritual power and healing the world by healing themselves, you can help us grow by following the show and leaving a review and letting me know how the Become Your Own Savior podcast has impacted you. Until next time, I'm Genevieve Joy.